It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, Lightning head into Thanksgiving with one of the most complete wins of the season for nothing win at home against the Philadelphia Flyers. They absolutely own the Flyers. That's nine straight wins in the last nine meetings against the Flyers. The Lightning absolutely cooked them like a Thanksgiving turkey. We'll talk about all that and more on today's episode, but first, let's play that music. Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Dango. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Hope everybody's being safe while traveling home or getting things together for tomorrow's big day. On today's episode, we'll be recapping the win last night against the Philadelphia Flyers, a 4-0 shutout victory at home. Just a work of art. And obviously, the big story from that game prior to that game was Lightning announced that Braden Point will be out four to six weeks. I expect him to be back probably, I want to say around the four and a half, five week mark. Uh, you know, these guys are never out as long as they really say they are just because they're freak athletes. They work their butts off to get back. If I had to guess real quick about the nature of his his upper body injury, I would say, and I said this on the last episode, that most likely the chances are that it's probably something with his rib or his shoulder. Hopefully it's not something too bad to where it might affect him long term and possibly result in surgery. I doubt it. I feel like he would probably be out a little bit longer. But this team is going to be a little bit pressed for bodies right now, obviously with him being out and then, of course, Nikita Kucherov being out as well. But really... The the response that we got from this team last night, jumping into the Flyers game, the response jumping uh, uh, from this team last night was fantastic. And I, I kind of ripped them on the last show, and that's putting it lightly, is that the last two games, one being against the Devils and the other against the Wild, two of the most sloppiest games that we've seen from this team all season. Really, you know, win or lose uh, coming from those games, one and one. Pretty, pretty, very below mediocre performances. Uh, Lightning unable to really consistently play a full 60 minutes. Uh, But really in this game against the Flyers, and I guess that has a lot to do with it, just with their past success against this Philadelphia team, who... I'm just from a hockey fan standpoint is very disappointed 
in this roster. And I wouldn't be surprised if this continues from this Flyers team that we might see a coaching change or a shakeup within the organization, uh, given the fact that they already had some sort of, if you want to call it, shakeup in the offseason. The roster that we see going being rolled out for the Flyers versus the performances that we have just seen from this team in the last two episode, uh, episodes, the last two meetings that the Flyers and Lightning have, very Jekyll and Hyde. And just very disappointing because they have a ton of talent. Uh, their goaltender is, on paper, one of the best in the league. And he did a fantastic job in this game. Carter Hart, 31 saves on 35 shots. Um, really, this could have been a lot more uglier for the Flyers if Carter Hart didn't... He basically keep them in there. Um, you know, all they had to do was put up the offense, but the Lightning were dominant throughout this entire game. The Lightning basically went out, even with Braden Point out and, and obviously Kucherov being out for... A, a large period of time they continue to go out there and roll out that next guy up mentality and and you see it on the ice and it's paid off in spectacular fashion and i i really have no complaints from this game uh i could easily if i really wanted to say that you know the face-off percentage is still not where it needs to be but one of the big criticisms that i had on the last show if you haven't taken a listen yet please go ahead and listen to that is that, and this is where the Lightning really have have really not done a good job over the course of the season, is that their positioning off the faceoff. Now, I don't mind if the faceoff percentage is not up to 50%. Um, that's not something that the Lightning are strong at right now. They're, they're, their, their performance in the faceoff circle has kind of taken a dip over the course of the season, as well as last season as well. But... It's more so the positioning, especially when they're losing faceoffs in their own zone. Guys aren't able to pick up their their closest man. Uh, they don't know sometimes where to be right off the faceoff, and that oftentimes results in goals. They locked it down in this game. This was probably one of the best defensive games that we've seen the Lightning have all season long, especially in the neutral zone, especially just all around the ice. They played a full, not only a full 60 minutes, but they played a 200-foot game last night. That paired off, paired off with the, the performance that Andre Vasilevsky did, had, 35, uh, 34 saves. Um, really the chef's kiss of, of hockey performances. And... That kind of performance, as we saw, translated into a lot of great transitions, a lot of high danger scoring chances for the Lightning, uh, as well as they were just winning the position battles in front. And there was really nothing you could ask more from this team. And that when you see them roll out that kind of performance, that really opens up the ice a lot more for a lot of other players like Steven Stamkos to score, which he had his 10th goal of the season last night as he continues the roll almost uh, seven away from his his total from last season. But that opens up the ice for a lot of other players. Zach Bogosian, who just had a fantastic game last night, uh, just an absolute bullet from the blue line. 
and his first of the season. And he he did a lot of good things as well. Uh, two points last night and assist on the Steven Stamkos goal. But really just a great performance all around. Uh, one player that really stuck out to me other than Bogosian and Vasilevsky was really Alexander Barboulet. Uh, just what a fantastic go of it. His second straight game with a goal, three on the season. Just really the the perfect professional. And for someone his age to come in and just kind of just what the story of his season has been in terms of just being just facing a lot of adversity. And what I mean by that is, you know, he hasn't really had to deal with injury. But what I mean is that he's really just kind of had to adjust to a lot of things on the fly. Sometimes players his age and with his level of experience, sometimes they can't handle that very early on in their careers. But really, his this last probably month has been really eventful for him from being put on waivers by the Lightning, being picked up by Seattle, not really playing at all. I don't think he really I don't think he played a game at all with with Seattle and then being put on waivers again, being picked up by the Lightning once again, coming back to Tampa, being sent up to Syracuse and then basically having to catch the flight back within the same day and then play a game. And then scoring that night and then just rolling with the punches. I mean, he has just been fantastic and looks like he's already settled in and going to be a great addition and and just really a great guy to kind of turn to for this team while they they wait for Braden Point to come back from injury. I would love to see Boulay kind of fill in that role that we saw from Point down the middle because Boulay, especially with that shot of his, what we saw off the faceoff on his goal last night. I mean, absolute just snipe from him. Uh, him on that first line with Palat and Stamkos is going to be, it, it's really going to help him out get into a groove of things because, you know, while he's on the ice fighting for position and, and really trying to get himself into the great, greatest chance for to score a goal, the opposing team is going to have to deal with Palat and Stamkos. And really, that opens up a lot of things for Boulay to really get things going and kind of really get into a somewhat of a streak going into the later weeks of December and as we head into New Year's. So really, it looks like even though they're missing their two top players, the pieces are falling in really you couldn't have asked a better way for this lightning team and i'll talk about more of that especially from this game in just a little bit but first i want to talk about one of today's sponsors and that is built bar with thanksgiving tomorrow you know some people they're not a fan of the food let's 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 admit it i love thanksgiving i love being around family i love the stuffing but i think i i think a lot of people could agree with me that the best thing about Thanksgiving, food-wise, is the desserts. Now, whether you're a blueberry pie guy like me, or you're going for the cheesecake, or you're going for the raspberry raspberry pie, maybe this year you don't want to eat as much because, listen, we all we all run into that problem on Thanksgiving. You eat too much, and then you feel terrible about yourself, and it's, it's a race to kind of get in shape before the, uh, Christmas and New Year's start. But listen, with Bilt Bar you have the perfect substitute. And the best part about Built Bar is that it is low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, and 100% covered in real chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry and 
when you're going to your family's house, whether you're hosting or you're traveling, make sure to take a couple of Built Bars with you for the ride there or for while you're waiting for some of the food to drop. And the best thing about Built Bar is that they got new surprises all month and limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly. So check the site often. And guess what? With Black Friday just around the corner, Built Bar is having their own Black Friday. So Black Friday for Built Bar will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So market calendar, set your alarms because you don't want to miss out on these deals and offers. So in the meantime, go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back here for segment two on Locked On Lightning. And before we get into it, I just want to thank everybody. And if you don't get a chance, because we will try to record something, a little, little something, you know, for Thanksgiving. But if we don't get a chance to put it out there, definitely look for Friday. But I want to take this chance to, to say that from the bottom of my heart and all of us here at Locked On Lightning and the Locked On Podcast Network, the thing that we are most thankful for other than our family, but we are thankful for you, the listeners, and we are also thank you, thankful for you picking us as your one-stop shop for all things lightning hockey and choosing us as your first listen of the day. So thank you to all of you. Give your, yourselves a round, of, a round of applause. And yeah, so we're picking it up here on Locked On Lightning where really like i stated you know there's a lot of things and and i guess we'll we'll stay with the thanksgiving thing there's a lot of things that yes we could be really you know picky about in this game oh for two on the power play the face-off percentage not really where we would like it to be but really when you look at this whole game as a whole i i'm I, I can't complain, especially with the outcome. Vasilevsky win one ninety nine in his career, first shutout of the season, twenty seventh or twenty twenty eighth shutout of his career. Um, Corey Perry scoring his first goal as a Lightning, which was just, I think we all took a a a sigh of relief when we saw that happen. I, I, I've really been feeling for him since he started. And you could see, it's not like he's not trying out there. I mean, he's had a ton of chances out this year to, to really, really, you know, put one in the back of the net and it just hasn't panned out. Sometimes the puck just doesn't bounce your way and finally he gets one. And then you could see right after that, that he really started to settle in and he was really, really just playing loose out there. And that's, as a team, was playing loose out there. So, you know, whenever you see a game like this where, especially the Tampa Bay Lightning, who we've stated in the past, are just one of the premier scoring teams in the league, regardless of who's out there on the ice, whatever, what line you have out there, this anybody on this team could score. Uh, just look at the stat sheet from last night. Anytime you see a team like this playing loose out there, uh, that you have to take some sort of comfort for that, just playing loose because, you know, if and, and I could only imagine how terrifying that would be for the opposing team because if you get a team like this rolling and they're playing as comfortable and as spaced out and you give them space, I mean, on any given night, if they could roll into the Kraken game on Friday playing like this, especially with the Kraken playing the way they are this year, um, they could easily put up four, even five goals 
So I wouldn't be surprised by that that outcome. And we'll talk about that uh, either t- probably on Friday. So keep an eye out for that episode. But really just a fantastic game and, and all around. And Vasilevsky, he had a couple of save, high danger saves that he needed to make. But really for the most part... Those thirty-five, those thirty-four saves. I mean, he didn't have to labor too much, and that's something you really want to see uh, out of your goaltender. Which means, really, the guys in front of him were doing a fantastic job, regardless of the the shot count for Philly. And really, I my my hope is with this is that we see this going forward. We see more of this going forward because. The big thing, and we all know if you've been listening to this show for the last couple of weeks, is consistency. We have not seen that out of this team. We we usually see, you know, last week as an example, very good overtime win against Florida, very good regulation win against New, uh, New York, very good shootout goal, uh, shootout win. Then again, you know, at the end of the game, really should have locked that up in regulation. And then you roll into a game against a very lesser opponent, the New Jersey Devils, and you get embarrassed. And then right afterwards, they good response in the shootout, but still um, pretty much a sloppy game. So really the key is for the rest of the, the month is to just play this way. And regardless of who's on the ice, like I said, if you play this way, the Lightning could easily win out for the rest of the month. You got, like I said, Seattle, not worried about them. They're still trying to find themselves. They're, they play hard, but not consistently. And we've seen that. And, and the good thing about that is, though, it will be a bittersweet reunion because we'll get to see Yanni Gord for the first time since the Stanley Cup Finals. So uh, I'm sure they'll have a very good uh, montage created for him. And then you got a little two-game stint next week. You got... Minnesota and St. Louis, two teams that obviously we we know what to expect out of Minnesota. We've played them already, but St. Louis, one of the better teams in the league. Uh, so that will be an interesting test, eight o'clock game next Tuesday. But like I stated, I mean, we're getting we're getting into the the part of the season where what you see is what you get, and thus far. I, I like what this team has. I, I don't think they're going to make any moves come the trade deadline. I don't see a reason as to why not. Plus, they don't really have the cap to do so. And you have two top players that are injured right now that you're you're just biding your time for them to come. And I really think once 86 comes back, I, I really believe that this team is going to just propel themselves into the conversation of really grabbing that number one spot in the division. Which... Like we've stated for the longest time. Plus, you also, you also have these are the players that you're missing right now. You know, other than Jamel Smith, who is a very good fill-in player, um, you got Chernak and Point and Cooch. You get three of those guys back. I mean, there's no reason why this team can't contend for the number one spot in the division. Like I've stated, and and maybe this is a little bit cockiness, but Florida is a good team. But I can't see them keeping up this pace. Two losses and two losses and three in overtime. Come on, twenty nine points on the season. Toronto's playing well. Only the Lightning right now, as it stands, are only two points behind Toronto. 
they they're they're a very shaky team. They're starting to get it together. They're they're starting to have their their guys start to you know come on, but. Still, I I don't think that they're the big, bad, scary uh, Toronto Maple Leafs that really we're supposed to fear. And I don't see a reason as to why not after New Year's, why this team can't can't really put themselves in a good situation. I think, you know, it's not insurmountable. You're four games out of the first spot. At four points out of the first spot. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. It, like I stated, the, the big issue here is is really just consistency. But more into the game, because, you know, we don't want to get too ahead of yourselves. More from the game that really stuck out to me is that really Corey Perry, I, I just think he's going to go on a roll after this. You could just see in his body language and as well as Pat Maroon. I mean, there's a ton of guys on this team like we've stated on any any episode where they're they could score one or two at any given point um the one player that i'm expecting in the next couple of weeks to really get it going just because he's creating a lot of chances for himself and he's he's just really doing a fantastic job is taylor radish taylor radish is i see a lot of Corey perry type talent in him i i think Taylor's doing a fantastic job setting himself up for 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 rebounds up in front. He's doing a very good job to where he'll probably net a few goals here and there just off of deflections of off a slap shot hitting him on the way in. Uh, he's he's just v- doing a very good job on both sides of the ice. And there's really, you know, he he's keeping himself in the conversation. You know, I don't I don't think there's a reason as to why right now that John Cooper should really switch anything up in obviously not until you know 21 and 86 come back but another player's Boris Kachuk I I just think he's just playing well I think that that kid line that uh, Brian Ingblom likes to affectionately call between Kachuk Colton and Radish I think they played a fantastic game last night I really do I I just I, I see so much potential to kind of emulate what we saw the last couple of seasons from the third line and you know all all it has to do is just getting these guys going and once they all you know uh throw a couple in the back of the net i i just think they'll they'll get going you know um the positioning has been fantastic and i think that's what it comes down to as long as they continue to play hard as long as they continue to win the battles up in front i don't see see why not you know especially the third and fourth lines i don't see why not you could live uh you could live with putting out these three and four lines uh, more consistently and giving them more ice time as John Cooper has shown over the last couple of games and the last couple of weeks that he's not afraid to play these guys a lot. And I, that's why it's not as big of a deal as, as really one might expect that, you know, you're missing some top line guys Um, as well as that second line. I really love that second line, how they've been playing. They just couldn't get really anything going in terms of offense last night. And that was the Cologne, Sorelli and Joseph line. Uh, I just love Matthew Joseph uh, in general, in terms of just how he, he just really is able to create problems for the other team uh, in the neutral zone uh, on the back check on the four check. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys where you could rely on him to just be all over the place and create havoc and just really be a headache for the other team. And, you know, as he, as he progresses over the course of the season, I think we're going to see a lot more breakaway chances for him. I really see, you know, if, if I had to compare him to a player in their prime over the last five years, 
I probably say that Joseph very much reminds me of Carl Hagelin. I think that's a probably very fair comparison given just the way they both skate, their speed up and down the ice, um, their play along the boards, uh, just their savviness. Uh, they know where to be at the know where to be in certain situations. So, you know, you pair seven with Sorelli and Clorn. Clorn, who is just has great great vision in the passing lanes. Uh, I, I see this right now. You know, as a complete complete uh, line from one down to four. I, I just think that really you can't go wrong with all these guys, even Maroon, Belmar, and Perry. Uh, like I stated before, I think Perry's going to go on a, on a very good run right now offensively because you just see in his body language, Maroon's really start to open it up and be a lot more creative on the offside of thing, on the offensive side of things. And Belmar has just been fantastic. I mean, he's not going to light up the stat sheet, but he's, he's winning the little battles along the boards. Uh, there was a sequence last night in the third period when the Lightning were up 4 nothing fight along the boards he falls on his butt and he's still fighting for the puck um for up for nothing late in the game you know just the dedication just the 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 ability and just you know that that's that comes with his veteran status i mean how many guys do you really see continue to play uh like that that hard even when you the game's pretty much in the bag so you know couldn't have gone wrong uh, last night, the Lightning just did all the right things. Um, obviously, the stats aren't going to show it, um, but really, you know, uh, most complete winner of the season. It's definitely up there. Uh, the Lightning just continued to own the Flyers, and uh, hopefully, they could play like this on a nightly basis because, uh, you know, if they do, we're talking going into New Year's with them really challenging Florida for the number one spot in the division. And I, I don't see a reason as to why not, but once again, that the word is consistency. And if they could do, if they could play this way on a nightly basis, um, they'll set themselves up really, really well uh, heading down the road into the middle of the season, into the Olympic break. So we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, another sponsor that I am super thankful for, and that is betonline.ag. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, and we all know what that means, football. Nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. BetOnline has you covered all holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to their new updated desk or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. And it's not just all about football. BetOnline has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even more Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online. They're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back here to wrap things up on the final segment of the day. Once again, I want to thank everybody because really the show would be nothing without you, the listeners, whether you're down in Tampa, the United States, Canada, or overseas. Thank you to all of you. Uh, whether or not you're celebrating Thanksgiving or not, we are here and we're thankful for all of you. Uh, so we, we, 
encourage you to continue your support, obviously, because we love hearing from all of you. We love just the enthusiasm that you've thrown our way. And go ahead, if you haven't already, to follow us on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. And go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed. That means Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever. If they have a podcast there, we're on there. And don't forget to download. And don't forget to... To don't forget to turn on those notifications in the apps if you're if you're listening to an app based uh, platform because as soon as a new episode drops you will get notified and you could listen to it so you stay up to date on all the news surrounding the team as well as around the show so yeah wrapping things up um, you know it's one of those games where you know the lightning just they were just in control from the opening puck drop and you just saw it and on the other side of that the flyers just they're they're kind of in the same boat as the lightning because i mean if you look at the last game in which these two teams played in philly the flyers hung hung with the lightning they skated with them they they matched them blow for blow and at that point in time flyers look like a team and i said it afterwards the Flyers look like a team who could could make a lot of noise in the Metro, and I still think they can. But the problem is, is that you don't know which Flyers team you're going to get. You don't on on any given night whether, and that's the kind of thing where, looking from an opposition point, you, you got to be prepared for either one. You know, you have, and this is the same thing with the Lightning as well. You know, are you going to get the team that is going to go out there and skate for 60 minutes and really put up a fight? Are you going to see the team that goes out there and just is really just going to be a lame duck and just kind of turn things on within the last three minutes of the third? And we saw that out of this Flyers team last night. And and really, like I stated at the top of the show, the only reason why this game didn't get a lot more uglier than it was was because of Carter Hart. And really, you know, it's going to be interesting to see down the road how this flyer team evolves and and to see what happens. Because like I've stated, like, you know, you got to give credit and credit was due. You know, the Lightning did a fantastic job. But at the same time, the Flyers didn't exactly play well. But this team is very talented. And I was almost shocked that the game wasn't a lot closer than it was last night. Uh, The Flyers just weren't able to get anything going. But that has a lot to do with the fact that the Lightning were just able to control the puck battles and able to to do a lot of things along the boards and really make the ice a lot smaller for the Flyers where they weren't really able to do much of anything on the offensive side of things. So uh, we'll see how that team shapes out going into the Olympic break. And who knows, maybe the Lightning will run into them in the playoffs at some point. That would make for a very good playoff series just because of the physicality these both teams bring. So, But in the meantime, uh, check, obviously, the social media pages for updates. Uh, we'll, we'll record a little thing for Thanksgiving tomorrow. If not, we'll, t- we'll check back in on Friday for a preview of the Kraken game. Lightning will face the Kraken, like I stated, for the first time, and we'll get to see Yanni Gord for the first time since the Stanley Cup Finals. So if we don't hear from you then, happy Thanksgiving, safe travels, and we'll talk to you on the next one. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Zanker. Happy Thanksgiving.
Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.